Chief Yuya here. You're listening to the Chief Yuya podcast. Welcome all. Welcome all. Welcome all. We are at our 50th mark for our podcast. I want to thank one of our On New Life Global Ministry members for uh, reminding me of that. And here we are. Uh, we've been putting the work in and uh, it's such a beautiful blessing to have uh, so many of you who have commented on how much you have appreciated and grown from the information presented. And that's a blessing within itself. Good karma. So let's get into what we're going to speak about. Creation, destruction. To build and destroy. It's a process of the infinite. There are so many creation stories. And so many people may speak about the perils of the last days and the griefs that are associated with it but there are many last days there have been many apocalypse there have been many armageddons there have been many uh, creations of different planets and organizations and and the movement and and the formation of organisms because you can't create something without destroying something and you can't destroy something without creating so even if the earth the planet was to be destroyed something else would be created even when the planet was creation, created, the space that existed before was there was then destroyed. It's an infinite process. When you have destruction in that moment, you have creation. When you have creation in that moment, you have destruction. There's an infinite process with no beginning and no end. So... Let's consider in this dispensation how we may process that and how we may utilize that information to become better people. So in this time period, we have the original, the original Memph Aleph Nun, Memph Aleph Nun. And like we have Moses who rose from the waters, Musa Moshe, his name rising from the waters of the Nile. <laughs> we'll see the, the important place that uh, water holds in the creation and destruction process. But the idea that uh, our creation exists in a potential space and then loses its potentiality once production happens. You see... Our original man, or Memph Aleph Nun, travels from potential energy, which is stored within an atom. Now, how does that atom now, with this potential, become kinetic energy? There is an explosion and there's an implosion at the same time of space and time. Now, when that explosion and that implosion of space and time occurs, we now have momentum. We have movement. You see, and when those potential atoms begin to exchange their momentum with one another, what's created is called light, but not just the light that you may be accustomed to, stellar light. It's different. That light then, that interstellar light, it travels across, across the face of planets. And it gets to see the organizations of those planets. 
and how they're formed, if they're formatted. It gets to see the vegetation that exists on the plains of those planets, the minerals. See, the original thought and the supreme intelligence knows that when it sees vegetation and plants on the planet, what it's seeing is that planet producing and offering up its understanding. Plants are a way of a planet sharing its understanding with you. So when you create your own plants, what are you sharing? When you modify your own plant life, what are you sharing? What understanding are you sharing? What process has it gone through? You see? So when that original intelligence sees the vegetation and understands that, an understanding is being shared, he then grasps onto the chlorophyll. And he understands that there's an advanced metabolism. He then finds a place within that chlorophyll and the advanced metabolism to store space and time. You see, space and time can have several different um, containers. We understand that through interstellar space, that black becomes the manifested quintessence of the storage of space and time. Not just black as a color, blackness as a force. Now in this dispensation, in this space, we consider that to be melanin. Now why is that? Because melanin absorbs all energy indifferently. And it's not about the proliferation or the abundance of melanin. It's just about the presence. It's not about who's darker, who's lighter, who has more, who has less. It's just who has it. That's all. You'll find this great quintessence that acts as a storehouse for time and space within a star nebula. You find it within a plant. Even within interstellar gas, you find the primal element to be, or the central atom to be carbon, another form of melanin. Melanin drives energy. It pushes energy. Now, what is energy? Energy is God. Energy is God. Melanin drives inner, I-N-N-E-R, God. Of the originals. Now, what happens is when that original is having this experience, interacting and storing with its own melanin and its own drive and its own energy through time and space it then decides to establish a second self that we call the feminine so all of this prior to this was the masculine movement it was electric movement 
It stores and its energy and decides now I will create a partner by orchestrating energy in motion before Logos or Logos thought. Logos thought is knowledge, it's light. Energy in motion is emotion. E-motion, electrical motion, energy in motion, God in motion, emotion. And when you place emotion before logic, you now have created woman. Within that atom exists energy in motion. Even though we haven't even created woman yet, within that, that masculine exists feminine. Because when there is movement, it's emotion, it's energy in motion. This process is how this original created the earth. Because the woman is earth. The woman is wisdom. The woman, the woman is the reflection of that knowledge. Now the earth is a wise force. Now how do we know the earth is a wise force? Because it reflects the knowledge of the original. And when it reflects knowledge, it becomes wise or it is wise. And through that wisdom, it now produces plant life, which is the understanding. The interaction between sun, earth, and soil produces the understanding of vegetation. You see, the original knew how to create and destroy in different configurations. In these different configurations, they created different forms of, of life and matter. And that matter manifests itself as earth, fire, water, and deity. Now, the amazing thing of it all is that everything that was manifested already existed. It already was and always will be. It just wasn't bonded together. It was spread out. It was all over the place. You know, like building supplies. All the constituents for the building are there, but they have to be ordered. So they're bonded and they're brought together by the words of the originator. This is what it means when we say my word is bond. Word is bond. My word is my bond. When I speak word, when I speak that value, it organizes matter together and it bonds it. So what was once distanced from one another now becomes bonded because they're filled with, those words are filled with God element, hydrogen, and oxygen. You see? So when we speak, those of us who have the original energy driving inside of us, we're sharing oxygen. We're sharing hydrogen. So that means you have oxygen and you have water. Water we know is hydrogen and oxygen. And as hydrogen bonds, it creates three-dimensional forms of DNA. So we evolve DNA through the expulsion of our hydrogen. Hydrogen also creates fusion within the sun. It initiates the energy of the sun through fusion. 
The sun is the energy of knowledge. And knowledge dispels the mystery. Sometimes we have people who bond over the simplest, most evil, most wicked things. Those bonds don't hold because they're not in alignment with how the creator, how the originator, how supreme thought, how Allah, the original man, A-T-O-M, Allah, the original man, A-T-O-M, Allah, the original man, moves through interstellar space. <laughs> People think they're strong sometimes because they bond over foolery. They bond over evilness. They bond over wickedness. They don't bond over righteousness. So they're not eternal. They will be changed. They are not a part of that eternal cycle of build and destroy. They'll be burnt away like fat from a body that has allowed itself to atrophy. They will be burnt away. Some people don't know how to find the real strength. Let your word be your bond and let your word be an alignment with natural occurrence and natural energy. Think of that for a moment. For us to properly create and destroy, to properly create and destroy and to respect that infinite cycle that exists, there has to be a filling and a releasing just like when you look at the number eight on its side, you see infinity. But if you stand it up, what you essentially see is a pregnant woman. And in that moment, the earth itself is holding its own water in its breast and in its, in its womb. And it has to be released. And when it's released, the reality for that child and for that individual is destroyed. But at the same time, a new thing is created. A mother is created. A new being on the planet is created. You see, atoms have been organized around a new thought and a new objective. And this is an infinite process of being impregnated with the greatest and highest ideas of the Almighty. What could be better than that? All right, this is Chief Yu, yeah? I just wanted to share a little lesson in divine creation and destruction. I will you all a safe and wonderful and beautiful time. A safe and wonderful and beautiful space. Until such time, this is Chief Yuya. Peace and power to you all.